Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Coming to you live for another successful weekend of taking Henry outside. <laughs> Define successful. Well, it could either be the so early it was still dark walk in the rain. Uh-huh. <laughs> or the 27 minutes he lasted at Disney on Ice. 15 of which were the pre-show, like, hyping the audience up yes. while people found their seats. Yeah. So not, like, actual ice skating. Yeah. <laughs> he lasted through the opening number, which is a Mary Poppins... What's the new Mary Poppins called? Mary Poppins Returns or something? <laughs> The bitch is back. Yeah. Um, and then that is there's... That John's song, right? Yeah. Okay. And then the opening um, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald number with a car he lasted through. And then he was like... And then Moana came out and he's like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> he never watched Moana, but also he was, he was just done. It could have been anybody. It could have yeah. been... He did ask again, where's Daisy? 
Yeah, I think if Daisy had come out, he would have stayed. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think if Daisy had come out, he would have been like, okay. He just wants the representation, you know? He really feels that Daisy does not get her due. And you know what? She He's doesn't. not wrong. I mean, in fairness to the Walt Disney uh, conglomerate, she really wasn't a mainstay character until the late 90s, early 00s. Really? Yeah. Huh. Didn't know that. Um, I mean, she has existed since like the 40s. Right. But, but she was just sort of an ancillary. Yeah. Got it. Also, pl- there's no Pluto. No Pluto either. Yeah. I guess they don't take the dog on the road trip. Hmm. It's kind of rude. Impressive programming, though. Yeah. I like, wish we could have seen more. <laughs> it was very, like, the skating was impressive. The set pieces were cool and uh, the. What's great about it is it's all pre-record, so no one's like uh, huffing and puffing like Britney right. Spears. Yeah, yeah, it's just lip syncing. Yeah, because they're all like exerting incredible amounts of strength and energy. Yeah, if you're out there right now and you're listening and you're on one of the Disney on Ice tours, great job. <laughs> we commend you. Um. Yeah, that was pre-nap. And then post-nap. I took him scooting. Yes. And then we went to his music class. Mm, That's right. And then we went to trivia party. Yep. Once again, the semi-annual. Well, it is annual. It's, yes. Nicole's trivia party hosted by Ari. Um, Superscript trivia if anyone out there needs trivia. Yeah, I think a lot of I think actually a lot of people did uh his Zoom trivia um during the pandemic. But yes. I don't think I don't think that's as popular now. Well, I think with these surges it yeah, might maybe. be getting more popular. Yeah, this superscript trivia. The trivia last night was outdoors, which was nice. Great outdoors with tents cuz it was going to rain and then it did start to drizzle at the end of the night. It did. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, wow, great job. But, you know, Nicole came up as a first AD, so she's always going to be prepared with a B plan. She was prepared. Oh, yes. Yeah. Extraordinarily so. <laughs> um, yeah. But Henry has been doing this fun thing where he's been waking up at like 5.15. And today was 4. 4.50 something. I like out of a dead sleep heard him yelling. And I like didn't look at the clock or my watch or anything, and I just ran in there. And then I looked at his clock, and I was like, "Oh man, bud, too early, way too early. I cannot get you out of the crib right now." And I was like, "I was like, you're gonna lay down, and I'm gonna lay down, and we're not leaving this room till five thirty. And then I laid down, and he was like, "I want to lay on the bed with you." And then I was like, what? He's like, yeah, that's how I sleep now. I sleep better like that. Oh, no. I was like, you're not going to sleep. I know you. He's like, yeah. You just wanted to snuggle with Dita? No, he wanted to kick me repeatedly. Oh. While we waited, while he waited out the half hour. Oh, my God. Which he did. So, yeah. So, he's waking up too early. And then. And it was a torrential rain pouring this morning. And at 6.03. He's like, I want to get dressed now. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. 
And he runs in. He's like, I need help getting my raincoat. <laughs> so the guy's raincoat, his boots, got him dressed. Then I grabbed a pair of waterproof golf shoes and took him for a not insignificant walk because he just wanted to step in puddles. And it was like still dark out and we we're running through, <laughs> walking through Los Angeles, <laughs> jumping in puddles. Those are the moments that you'll remember. The bonding moments with your son that you'll remember. I mean, I I, I remember all the moments, but like. You'll especially remember this moment. Well, I, I you know, it's the fact, I guess it's the fact that it was so early and it was raining, which is not a thing that happens that often here. Right. And you said it was raining pretty hard. Oh, and I was still in bed. There was a heck of a downpour this morning at like, if anyone else was in the Los Angeles area this morning and happened to be also up at 540. <laughs> crazy. It was crazy rain. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was the. We we don't know how to I don't know how to we don't know how to get Henry to sit through anything which is so far you know it was not a problem until recently because we've only started to go to things again recently right and I mean I thought Disney on Ice would be a no brainer I thought he'd be into it I, I assumed he would react similarly to the other thing but he did last longer than mm-hmm. the deck the halls incident yeah. And then, and then, like yesterday afternoon, he was like, "Disney on Ice was very fun." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, all like seventeen minutes that you actually watched it?" He's like, "Yeah, it I was mean, very fun." Look, he knows his limits. That's true. He's like, "I've decided that I've I cannot be here anymore." Yes. And then I yes. had to like carry him around most of the time. Yeah. I was like, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> yeah. Then I had him up on my shoulders, and then I had to get him off my shoulders. No they, shoulders at no Crypto.com Arena. Crypto.com, formerly Staples Arena. How much longer do you think that's going to be called, the Crypto.com Scamo.net? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what we all thought when we when, they, when I bought the name. I was like, oh, this is going to be real awkward. Well, at least it wasn't the... Uh, FTX? Yeah, <laughs> arena, like in Miami. Oh, is that an arena? Yes, they paid for the naming rights. And so how long do they have to keep it named that? I think it's done. I think they're taking it down. Oh, well, who gets it now? I don't know. I think, and they 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 had pledged. I, I, I don't know if you pay up. You must not pay up front for like 20 years of naming rights. Or maybe you do. I think you do. Well, then I don't know. Maybe they're not taking it down. But I think he paid like $120 million dollars for um well they naming rights to, end to the like, miami arena hmm. well if they're bankrupt that i guess that just all gets liquidated anyway well because di- wasn't there an enron arena oh i'm sure i think there was like my guess would be and i don't know this for sure anybody out there who knows can tell us but my guess would be that the naming rights then become an asset of the company, which I then see. will get sold at auction. That makes sense. So that some of it can be recouped. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So that's probably what's happening. Well, who knows? But, wow. I mean, look, I can't believe I never got in on crypto. 
You never thought crypto was like well, a thing. Well, everybody was like selling like in early on NFTs, and I was mm-hmm. just like, "Explain this to me again." Non fungible token, okay. And I was like, "So it's just a receipt." It's <laughs> 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 like this is. Uh, I don't. I don't care what this is. It's not. It's. It's very dumb. Yeah. And until uh, proven otherwise, whatever. I have an open mind. But it's like the time that one of the sound guys at Goldberg's tried to explain Bitcoin to me. And I was like, mm. hang on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You're just, it's, it's everyone's it's computing to solve an algorithm? What? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. So anyway, at the crypto.com arena, you cannot have your child on your shoulders. Right. So... Way to, way to steer it back. Thank you. Kind of forgot where we were anyway. Well, here I am. Um, Your friendly host producer. Neighborhood spider lady. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I was going to compliment you. Oh. oh, good job on lunch today. You know, it was nice. Oh, it was you. nice. It was like a Sunday lunch. Yeah. We actually sat down and had lunch. Oh, where did we take them today? We took him to Burbank. <laughs> we took him to the Burbank Town Center Mall. Yes, where there was a display of gingerbread houses built by engineers. Yes, like <laughs> but like pretty cool. Like they were the cool. Nakatomi Plaza, the Getty Villas, the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, Union Station, Hill Valley Courthouse, and DeLorean. Um, the Grove. The Grove with the with with the Apple store under construction when it moved over to Crate and Barrel. Where there was a crane uh, made out of candy canes. That's pretty funny. It was very It was neat. It was adorably. But like Henry had no patience for it. No, none whatsoever. Because like there were escalators nearby. Yeah. So he lasted in there six minutes. Yeah, because when we got in there and I looked at my watch, I said, "Okay, bud, we just have to stay here till 11. It was a, it was ten fifty four. Then every thirty seconds, he was asking what time it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we went to Cost Plus World Market. We really had a day. We really did. Well, because you said to him, "Hey, like we we're we we're kind of walking out, and you were like, hey, do you want to go into Old Navy and get some new pajamas?'" And he was like, "No." And then I, we were walking past Cost Plus and I saw they had this like display of two for $6 ornaments. And I was like, do you want to get some Christmas ornaments? He's like, no. And then you were like, that's actually a better idea. <laughs> and then we forced him to go to World Market, which he actually had fun at he in did. the end. He had fun looking for us in the aisles. He would he would pair off with one of us while the other one went missing. Yeah. And then at one point he tried to hide on the daybed underneath the pillows. Oh, he did? Yeah. I missed that. Uh, that was when we were looking for you. Oh, I see. But yeah, got some, got some, you know, your classic world market trip, got some shortbread cookies and some jammy Dodgers. And some Christmas ornaments. And a Mars bar. And, oh, some, (laughs) we we asked Henry if he wanted to pick something out and he picked out Christmas shaped pasta. Big hit. And then he said that he wanted to have it for lunch. And I was like, okay. So I picked up a, a jar of sauce. We had some ground turkey in the fridge. So I made a little turkey meat sauce. Yeah. And uh, we had a nice little lunch. And we sat there family style. Yeah. We're trying, to, we're trying to serve meals family style now. 
a bonanza. Um, but yeah, Henry ate all his pasta. So shocking, um, shocking. So uh, I, I call it a win. I agree. Um, and somehow didn't watch TV again. Yes. Also surprising. Even though he really wanted to. Yes. <laughs> then when I said we could measure things, he wanted to run around with a tape measure. Oh, yeah. That's that's actually, that was very cute. Him measuring things. Oh, you should have seen him when he wanted to measure the bench. He, like, knocked everything off the bench so that he could measure it. And I was like, bud, you don't need to do that. <laughs> uh... Anyway. <sighs> holiday season in full swing, everybody. Yeah, it really. Those is. holiday parties are happening. Those babysitters are hard to find. Um, we're doing the uplift with a gift, which is how the Children's Law Center of California has rebranded their sponsor a family for the holidays program. Okay, so we're doing that again. Um, if you're in the LA area, I believe they are still looking for people to sign up and get gifts for people so um it's very sweet you get gifts and people who otherwise would not really have anything at christmas get to have things also what's kind of fun is like you know i have matt and henry who both identify as male and for my uplift with a gift family this year i got three girls Hmm. so it's kind of fun i got to I got to buy all this like girly stuff. Yeah, sure. You know, stereotypically girly stuff, which was fun for me. You got oh, to shop in the pink aisle. I did. Yeah. So you can still sign up for SoCal. Um, and that is at clccal.org. Um, and I will link to that in the show notes. And then they also have a wish list on Amazon that I will link to as well. So if you're not in SoCal, you can buy things off the wish list. It's all kinds of toys and, you know. These are like real people that want these things. These are real and like need these things. I mean, you know. It's very the, sweet. The family that I was buying gifts for, like they they needed winter clothes, which just like, that just like made me sad. Yeah. Um, And I'm, glad that i'm in a position where i can help so if you are also in a position where you can help even if you want to just buy one gift off the amazon wish list or you want to sponsor a whole family uh go to clc what did i say clccal.org and again i'll link i'll link in the show notes but um if you just click on uplift with a gift it's on the main nav and you'll get the the page and from there you can either sign up to sponsor a whole family or just buy something off the wish list or just cool. donate money. Please so, do. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. We'll be right back with your email. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? 
Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everyone. We're back. Hello. You heard a slight buzzing on the last segment. It was our fault. We solved it. Thank you for your patience. We appreciate you. Dory, what's happening out there? Well, oh, you know what? First, before we get started, I do just want to remind everyone, please email us, Dory and Matt at Gmail, Matt and Dory at Gmail. Call or text us at 413-461-BABY. Um, I think we're going to be, rec- I believe we're going to be recording as usual next week, and then the following week will be, probably be a rerun, the Chris- the week of Christmas, mm. just so you know. Um, yeah. All right. So we heard from a listener who had a response to um, another listener uh, who had called in about or written in about issues, an issue her, uh, they found an issue with her, with her fetus in utero and she was just, the egg signal had gone out. So here is a voicemail on this topic. Says Dory for right now. Uh, I got to find that set. Okay. 
There's that. Now I gotta take all these. Thought I'd be quicker than Dory was, but I was not. So, first voicemail, a ending in that number there, but it's the not with the one. It is the one with the one. It is the one with the. I believe it should be the one with the one. Hey, Matt, Dory, Henry, Bo, Holly. I'm calling in regards to the listener who had the umbilical cord dilation issue uh, in utero. I'm not sure if this is relevant, but I wanted to share a similar story. And most of all, just say I'm so sorry. Um, I know from personal experience how hard the next, you know, 20-ish weeks are going to go. Um, my, I had an ultrasound and they, um, my placenta was in front of my uterus, so I had a, another one that normally wouldn't have been done. And at that one, they looked at the heart and, and they were just like, I don't know, something's going on with the heart. It's kind of dark and shady, but I, we think she has severe cardiac abnormalities. They kept saying that phrase. Um, she'll probably be fine when she comes out because now she's a fish inside of you and when she, um, when her body hits the air and she becomes a mammal, the heart will, will adjust, but, or, or maybe it won't, maybe it'll be a stillbirth or maybe the pregnancy won't go well, um, because of her severe cardiac normalities, cardiac abnormalities. And it, it was just, I think it shaved years off my life feeling like I was carrying a baby that I didn't know if it was alive, that I didn't know if it would be alive when it was born. I remember that Mother's Day when I was still pregnant with her, my first, thinking, crying because thinking maybe this is my last Mother's Day, you know, because maybe this baby will die. So anyway, um, I just want to say I, I feel your pain. Um, and they also, the, the what's relevant to you is they wanted to induce me. And I said no. Um, I got lots of medical opinions, but I felt like a lawyer was talking to me every time they said they wanted to induce me. They said it was to optimize the outcomes of the birth. And I said, well, what data? Why? Why do you need to induce me? And, and nobody could give me an answer. So um, with the support of um, my midwives, I just waited to go into labor naturally, and I did. And she was born perfectly healthy. Um, zero, we had to do lots of follow-up um, at the cardiac um, cardiology center at Children's Hospital, and she's got a perfect heart. Um, so anyway, I just, you know, go with your gut, get second opinions, get support of others. And this is the first time in my life where I realized I can say no. You know, obviously, I'm not a doctor or a medical professional, and I did lots of research, but they couldn't give me one good reason to induce me. And, and not that I'm saying that's the same thing for you, but just, um, just go, your, your, your parent gut starts early and just, you know, listen to it. Um, and, and most of all, I'm just thinking of you. I know from personal experience how hard it is. Um, and I'm sorry. And we're all here for you. Thank you guys. Bye bye. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for sharing your experience. Appreciate that. Mm. Team of lawyer doctors. <laughs> what? She's saying it sounded like lawyers. Oh, that yeah. That she should induce. Right, right, right. Well, I mean. And she spoke to her spiritual advisors, the midwives. <laughs> and they got down to it. Yeah, well, you know, all's well that ends well in this situation. So. Touche. You know. Um, all right, we are going to hear actually one more voicemail right now mm. about early induction. Oh. Kind of the opposite. Related topic, but not related. Mm-hmm. Or is it? 
What? what? <laughs> Hang on, let me pull that back too. Here we go. Hey, Matt and Dory, Henry and Bo. I'm calling in response to the signal about early inductions. Um, I was induced at 35 weeks, and my baby is fine. Um, I had a different condition, and my water broke very early, and I was um, hospitalized for quite some time. Um, and then they induced me to um, – basically, the baby was safer out than in, and likewise, I was significantly safer with the baby out than in. And um, he did great. He was on a CPAP for a few hours, and then otherwise was in the NICU to grow, and, and – um, no other ill effects from, from the early delivery of 35, 35 plus 3, I think, by the time we actually got to the induction, which took a while. Um, so best of luck to the to the caller. I know it's super stressful to find out something like that is going on, but I hope everything goes well and uh, just one example of something that did. Thanks so much. Bye. Well, thank you for calling. I feel like I'm writing a radio show. <laughs> Thank you for calling in, everyone. First time, long time. <laughs> Just wanted to call about Chaim Bloom. Yeah, I think it was really shitty of him to not sign Bogats. He had two years to get this done. And once again, the Red Sox front office does not pony up the cash for our hometown stars. Good luck, Xander Bogats, in the same division now as Mookie Betts. Um, honey? Yes. This is not Boston Sports Radio. Uh, I thought it was. Nope. If it was Boston Sports Radio, I actually would have been uh, saying much worse things. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Noted. This team doesn't want to win. <laughs> this team doesn't want to win. I mean, what's what's John Henry doing? What is John Henry doing? You know, it's the Fenway Sports Group. They're out there buying I don't think you Liverpool can... and uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't think you can place all the blame at the feet of Chaim Bloom. I mean, doesn't look good. Mm. But John Henry ultimately is the one who controls the purse strings, right? I mean, ultimately. Look, if Chaim Bloom knew that Xander Bogarts, like their price for Xander Bogarts was... Most will offer him is six years, one hundred and sixty million. He's got to know the market and go. That's not going to get it done. I'm going to have to trade him right now so we can get something back mm, instead of letting. This I see. Guy instead, walk. Of, right. So then we got nothing back. Yes. So he didn't. He does not understand the market because he's from Tampa Bay, <laughs> which didn't have a lot which, of money. Which paid like their whole payroll was equal to two players on the Red Sox. Right. So, you know, that's what I think. Okay, interesting. A little little inside baseball, if you will. Oh, oh. inside baseball is my favorite segment, <laughs> honey. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Inside baseball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you didn't know I had a jingle for I that. I did not know that. Um... All right. Well, let's hear another voicemail, not on the topic of baseball. Mm. This is from Emily. Did I say voicemail? I meant email. You did say voicemail. I meant email. This is an email. 
Hi, Matt and Dory. I reached out last year about considering pursuing IVF after my daughter was born with a rare immunodeficiency, SCID, and ultimately passed away. You also helped get the word out as I fundraised to run the Chicago Marathon in her memory. Thank you. Now for the update. My husband and I finally decided we were ready to move forward with IVF. Our PGT probe to screen for SCID is ready and we're good to go, except that I just found out this week that our clinic's lab will be closed for three months. Uh, what? (laughs) Starting January 15th. They will still be able to do egg retrievals and freeze eggs or do a frozen embryo transfer during that time, but they won't be able to have any embryos growing in the lab until after April. I'll have one cycle to try before the lab closes. Unfortunately, my cycle is due to start on or around Christmas Eve when my family and I will be on vacation across the country around LA slash Big Bear, actually. Thankfully, I can have my day two ultrasound and blood work performed at an outside clinic as long as it's not a weekend slash holiday. And they can meet the following guidelines. Provide same day slash stat results for ultrasound and lab results to my clinic in Atlanta by 2 p.m. EST. Perform transvaginal ultrasounds and provide my clinic reports that include the following measurements, endometrial lining and follicles greater than 10 millimeters, results, uh, same day stat lab reports for the following blood work, estradiol, progesterone, and beta HCG. I'm sorry, by 2 p.m. Eastern, you're going to get this done? Well, I'm going to get to that. They want her to schedule the earliest available appointment with the clinic before 10 a.m. EST, which means I need a 7 a.m. appointment. If results are not received by 2 p.m. at my clinic, guidance regarding results and next steps from the physician cannot be guaranteed and could result in cycle cancellation. Weekend lab and ultrasound appointments must be scheduled at my clinic and not at the outside monitoring fertility clinic. All this to say, has anyone dealt with having monitoring done at an outside clinic and did you have any problems with it? I'm going to start making calls this week to have my plan lined up in the hopes I don't end up having to fly across the country for this appointment. Thank you for continuing the podcast. I look forward to it every Monday. Emily, trying to remember all the stats, 2,200 square feet in Georgia with my husband, one science five-year-old and two dogs, one TV that I have no idea the size of but is used mostly to play Bluey these days. Mm. And I can't keep track of which hot dogs count anymore, but I've probably had a few this year on camping trips. Well, Emily, a lot to unpack here. If you're going in the reverse, like if you were going to the East Coast. Yes, I have done this in the reverse. Then you got yourself a plan. Yes, I I have not done monitoring, but I've gotten blood work done on the East Coast that needed to be reported back to the West Coast. And that worked, like, perfectly. Right. These requirements that your clinic has set out for you, combined with being on the West Coast. Getting blood work by 11 a.m.? Combined with it being Christmas week. I mean... I don't see this happening, It's, it's quite frankly. It's, uh, look, we're not here to be Debbie Downers. No, we're not. We're here to be people who are like... You have a, a a tall task ahead of you. Also, you said L- L.A. slash Big Bear. L.A. Uh, Big Bear is about two hours from L.A. This is true. And to my knowledge, there is not a fertility clinic super close to Big Bear. Maybe there's one in like San Bernardino or something well, or I Riverside. Mean, honestly, what do you like? You're you're almost. You might as well just go into Nevada. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I oh maybe you get into Arizona, you'll be playing with two hours instead of three. That's true. I gotta say, I don't love this for you, and I feel like you're setting yourself up for not success. You're setting yourself up for an extra stressful trip. Yes. Uh, a, a, a stressful cycle. Yes. Uh, and a, a a ticking quote unquote clock that is arbitrarily set up by your clinic. Yes. If I were in your shoes, and since you wrote into our podcast, I'm going to assume that you get ready. Are wondering? You're going to have plenty of room in those shoes because they're <laughs> mighty big. Oh no! Wait, you're going in her shoes, honey. It's going to be tight. <laughs> you are so rude. Should we have people say their shoe size from now on? Oh God, no. <laughs> um, I would either. If you are okay, here's here's what I think. If you are like absolutely hell bent on getting the cycle in before your clinic closes for three months, which we didn't even touch on that yet, but like what? We'll I've heard there. I have heard of labs closing for a month for cleaning, quote unquote. Three months seems It sounds like an overhaul of everything. Extreme to me. But I, what do I know? Um I would either not go on this trip if you want to do the cycle before the lab closes, or I would wait and do the cycle when the lab reopens. That is the probably the best advice is that. Because ultimately, December to March. It's like, I know it seems. Sounds like a lot. Yes, I know. And right now, as like, I know, and you've been waiting for so long to do this. And the probe takes so long to do. And I, and you just want to get going. And I get that. I so get that. But this is going to be so stressful. And that is not, that's not great for your cycle either. Yeah, I mean, and all look, this flying across the country back and forth. It doesn't work well. Like when we did a cycle great. when I was like flying back and forth every week to New York. I was like, this is a bad idea. This is not going to yeah. <laughs> really work out for us because I've, you know, go back and listen, everybody. It's February. of And your husband will be flying back and forth 2017, too. And I'm just like, this is like going to be stressful on the boys, you know? I... I don't think you're gonna. I I don't think you're gonna be able to do this. Quite honestly. Now that said, yes. If you put in the legwork and you make the calls and you look at the Google Maps and you figure it out, if there's a clinic out there that's gonna have a seven o'clock appointment and Christmas week will turn blood work around in five hours, four hours, four hours, <laughs> then God bless, do it. But that's it's. That's going to be a tough task. Spend well, a, and, and. Spend a couple of days on the phone. Calling clinics. Yeah. Then, if you can't find anything, think about pushing your cycle to March so that you can have a nice, stress-free Christmas yes. trip. Yes. I don't think any of, I don't think, there, there, there's no scenario here where we're like, Go on your trip and then fly back to Georgia and then fly back to no. your trip. No. Do not do that. Don't do, do that. Do not do that. That's the one option where we're like, Please no. do not do that. No. And uh, like. Hard pass. 
Also, if you're going to Big Bear and there's snow getting up and down the mountain, by the way, is yes. a huge pain in the you ass. You need chains. You on need the tires. chains, and it's going to take forever to get up and down the mountain. It's because you will only be able to go like 15 miles per hour. There's a road, one road, and not a lot of plowing. No, and also there's going to be a lot of people up there because it's Christmas week, and That's everyone true. wants to go for the snow. There's going to be traffic. True. Also, driving up there in the dark is fucking scary, even when there's not snow. I have done it. I don't recommend it. I've never done it, because you know why? I don't want to. It's scary. It's, like, actually scary. Hey, Big Bear. What the fuck? <laughs> um, so, you know, I guess we've made our opinions known. I feel good about this, because we had solid opinions. And we were in agreement. Ugh, we were vibing on that We one. were vibing. We were really oh, vibing. So it makes me feel like I... Married the right person. Oh, We'll see what happens after the break. (laughs) (laughs) Right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, we're back. Hello. And still together. Yep. Worked out. Well, let's see how it goes with this next email. Uh oh. This is from Mia, who writes Hi, Mandori. I'm getting ready for my first FET, December 21st. I've been super cautious this time around after my October transfer was canceled when I got COVID. My husband will be out of town for the transfer, and I'm planning to be less social than normal for this time of year. My question Do you or any listeners have tips on how to get into this super cozy holiday spirit? I'm a teacher and I'll be spending a lot of time relaxing at home over winter break. Could use any hot tips for this weird limbo time. Thanks dudes. Mia in San Francisco, 1200 square feet, one ballpark hot dog in 2022. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's, there's a few ways to do that. Depends on which holiday you're discussing, but assuming you mean the visit uh, from jolly old St. Nick. Uh, for me, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, Christmas is the most sensory holiday, you know, Mm. it's about the sights, the sounds and the smells. Mm. So in regards to that, also the tastes, Mm. it's a flavor. Mm -hmm. Christmas is a flavor, Mm -hmm. not pumpkin spice, but it's close. Chai tastes like Christmas to me. Okay. Um, that said, I think you got to line up some of your favorite Christmas treats. You know, whether that's going to be like shortbread cookies, which are some of my favorite Christmas treats. Uh, I made a I made a chai, and instead of milk, I put eggnog in it today. Eggnog. Oh, I don't know if you're into eggnog, but it's it's magic to me personally uh the absurd amount of christmas streaming available on disney plus 
Mm. Are you going to watch the Santa Claus TV show? Uh, someone should. <laughs> the Muppet Christmas Carol now back in action with the uh, deleted song. They tracked down the film negative finally after nearly 30 years. Wow. Um, so you can hear the love we the love we lost. Is that the name of the song? Yeah. Because then the reprise is the love we found. And the reprise was always in the movie. Mm. And you're like, what is, this, what is this reprise love? No one knows. Okay. okay. The song was cut out. Eisner! <laughs> um, anyway, it's back in there. Uh, oh, sorry. It's called The Santa Clauses. Great. Is that... Never mind. I don't even want to get into it. It's too much of a discussion. So... I mean, it's just, I would just say, like, if you have a tree, if you don't have a tree, I would get a tree. Did you grow up with colored lights or white lights? Get the ones you grew up with. Uh, live your life in sweatpants. Mm. You know? I'm going to say hot cocoa and marshmallows. <laughs> sure. What? I mean, look, if that's, if that was a tradition in your home, Yes. That just sounds cozy to me. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fill in the rest of the coziness. Um, a Christmas scented candle. Oh, sure. If you want a candle going. I have one going currently called Christmas Cheer. Limited edition. Mm. Available at Target. Um, the, you know, the Times, Fra I think it's the Fraser Fur is like the iconic Christmas tree scented candle. So maybe that one. Um, if you have a fireplace, light a fire. If you don't have a fireplace, put an instant fireplace on on your television. I mean, I've I've done that, and then like put music on. It's kind of nice. You can put like a Christmas record on if you have one. If you're looking for a good Christmas record, uh, let me tell you, Joel Patterson. I don't know if you can get it on vinyl, but anymore. But Joel Patterson has this guitar album of Christmas stuff. Okay. And, uh, Can you get it like on Spotify? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's it's called Hi-Fi Christmas. Um, yeah. And he recorded, he literally like, he's an amazing guitar player and he... Recorded in the style of Les Paul Mary Ford. And he plays every guitar part as him. Oh, that's cool. do i you know there's there's some christmas themed like especially like romance novels um that you could read i just googled christmas romance novels and 
uh, there's a there's many lists of those. Um, so maybe, you know, download one of those or get the book. Uh, I also hear that the Lindsay Lohan Netflix Christmas movie is very enjoyable. I feel like I sort of in the periphery heard that as well. Yeah. So maybe watch that. Matt likes to watch Home Alone. Yeah. Both of them. Um, I only subscribe to the original too. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, so yeah. So those are those are some ideas. But if other people have, have thoughts, please let us know. Um, all right. We have another voicemail, Matt. Okie dokie. Let me get to that. Did I mute the? No, I did not mute the computer. I just simply faded the song out. Now it's time for that voicemail, which I put in here. Okay, here we go. Hey, this message is for Matt. I just want to let you know that I live in a house with, I would say, average storage. It's not a lot, but it's not a little. It's average. And I do not have a closet or a drawer or anything that's a hot mess shoved with shit. It really is I don't believe you. nice. <laughs> I admittedly am also very organized. Um, but yeah, I, I'm living the, the Airbnb life dream. I just love it. To have a space that isn't cluttered makes my mind feel good and um, makes it feel like, makes me feel like I can think. And we have two kids. A three-and-a-half-year-old and an 11-year-old. Why are you lying so now? It can be done. We are out there. Stop lying. I also am a notary and was noter, do, doter, dory, fluent, dory, do, do, Oh, you decided. Anyway, somebody called in with a really funny fluence? pun on dory and, and No, um, dory, and I think it was. So admittedly, notary, I, yeah. I do enjoy um, <laughs> details and being organized, but I got news for you. We're out there. They say, you know, normalize the mess. But I've got news for you. I've been clean my whole life, and I've been called names. Neat freak, OCD, all those things. Ain't no shame in the Who's clean game. Who's laughing now? I'm, I'm clean, and I'm organized, and I'm, I'm not. Really That's happy right. about it. So, um, I know this really makes no sense. So, Thank you. We've got a TV down in our main room. I don't know how big it is, maybe 55 or 60. We've got one in the bedroom we never use. Uh, my husband calls it like the anti-sex machine. Um, <laughs> and I eat turkey dogs with cheese. I don't think those count for no, you, but they should. No, cheese. What are you doing? Um, 1890 square feet. We live in uh, it's a main floor, a basement, and a top floor. 1890 square feet. Six, 60 or something on each floor. And we have a tiny little shed in our backyard. I think it's six by eight or something. Mm, so what's in that shed? We're, we're, we're doing it. Living the organized dream. Alrighty, bye bye. Let's open that shed. What's happening in there? Is it a kill room? I like that. <laughs> I like that she just casually mentioned the shed at the end. Yeah, well, that's that sounds like a, someone who's casually dumping a lot of shit in a shed. <laughs> a shit shed. Shit shed. <laughs> that's uh, the original name for bathroom. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, this is interesting. This is very interesting. Um, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this last night. Uh, and, you know, I have some thoughts on things. And I actually was going to clean up. And it was raining. And I wasn't going to do it this morning. But I will do it before the end of the day. I was going to pull those guitars and that amp and that guitar case out of the living room. 
put it back and put them in here. And then I was thinking about taking everything on our table and boxing it up. <laughs> oh. Yet again, joining the other box that was from our table three years ago, which is that, oh, that yeah. container back there. That box. That's that box. Right. <laughs> the stuff of like, we might need this. We haven't needed it yet. Yeah. And then every time I go through it, I'm like, we might need this. Every time I go through it. I know. I know. It's a lot like, it's also like a lot of photos and like. Yeah. It's like stuff that like you shouldn't throw out or you should scan and then throw. I don't know. Whatever. Point is, I've got ideas. He's got ideas, everyone. Do those ideas include not buying more putters? Uh, well, I mean, now that I'm reselling putters <laughs> for a tidy profit, <laughs> who knows? Oh, boy. That, that's a story for another day. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from Ariana. Uh, my kid, four years old, has asked for a guitar for the holidays four times now. She's never played a guitar, and I'm not sure what sparked the interest, but hey, music is always good. Can you recommend a decent child-sized guitar that isn't super expensive? My kid is pretty small, so my guess is she is around Henry's size, even though he's younger than her. She's right-handed. Sorry. We found this kit, which is pretty cute, but we know nothing about it beyond seeing this website. It's from Stumac. Oh, sure. I love Stumac. And it's an electric, it's a mini electric guitar kit. It's a mini T-style kit. You know you're going to have to build that. Putting it together is no issue. My husband is a woodworker and Perfect. the son of an electrician, Perfect. but it's still a hundred bucks for something she may never use. I figured Matt had probably already thought about this for Henry, so I figured I'd ask Ariana Perry, 1,600 square feet, four hot dogs, two 60-inch TVs. I think you asked a new question, but I forget what it was. P.S. From the Patreon app, were you discussing how much of the Pop-Tart Dory ate? I was laughing over Matt saying you took a quarter and Dory saying no, it was more like one-fifth. Not sure how you could tell the difference to that degree. You said... you. I thought you said I took more than a quarter. I think you were like, it was like, no, you you were insisting you took less than a quarter of it. Mm, well, it's true. Um, well, I can tell you, they're, they're, Stumac makes great kits. Like, they're, they're all a lot of fun to put together. Actually, a couple years ago, I got my dad their, their, their Strat kit. Um, sorry, their S style kit. I don't know if this is specifically for kids. It's more like a travel guitar for adult weirdos. Um, as illustrated by these photos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's, like a, it's like an electric guitar ukulele style. <laughs> right, but with six strings. and, yeah. and uh, I just meant size-wise. Yeah. Fret, the frets are you know, normalish size. Cause you know, it's, it's hard to say. I didn't learn that young. We've got, I've got Henry, we've got Henry a couple of ukuleles that he likes to, you know, he likes to strum. strum on. Now, if your daughter's insistent on a guitar, not a ukulele, I'd quiz her. Like how many strings are on a guitar? <laughs> how many strings are on a ukulele? And then I'd be like, if you can't answer that question, you're getting a ukulele. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but they do, I mean, they do make child-sized guitars for sh And this is technically that. 
And you know what? It is easier to learn on an electric in the sense of the strings are easier to press down because they're thinner. Mm. Um, but this then, you need an amp. Right. To hear this thing. Uh, so that's a tough call. If she really wants a guitar and she might, if your husband is proficient at woodwork, and I'll give it a nice paint job. They sell aerosols uh, for the finish here on this here website. But, you know, if your husband knows how to paint and whatever, then no arguments here. I, it would I, be a good solution. I have a suggestion as well, shockingly. Is it the uh, Hello Kitty guitar? No, it's the Lug guitar. Not familiar. They are three string guitars for kids. Um, they do make guitars with more strings for bigger kids. Um, but they make guitars for like little kids and they cost, the acoustic one is $70, I believe. Yeah, it's $69. It's a three string guitar. It's about the same size as a ukulele. It comes with flashcards and app and free video lessons so they can like play songs from the very beginning because they can like learn with these flashcards and these lessons. And uh, yeah. So I would maybe do that. Lug, L-O-O-G. And their website is lugguitars.com. Oh, I've seen these. They are, they're three strings. So what is it? Like in the same way, my question is, what are the tunings right. of the strings? I don't know. Specs, let's see. Mm, number mm. of frets, 15. Frequently asked questions. Can I play any song in a three string, string guitar? Sure. Yes. In fact, a regular chord in a standard six string guitar is usually comprised of no more than three notes. Uh, it's GBE. Oh, it's the bottom three strings of a guitar. That's cute. That's cool. L-O-O-G. Take a look. Cheaper than building your own. Yeah. And seemingly built for children. And so, yeah, their whole thing is that everything you learn on a Lug can later be applied on a standard guitar. Cool. Yes, so. because there's the tuning is shared, whereas a ukulele, it's not. Right. So. All right. Dory, that was good research. Thank you. We're in agreement again. Oh, wow. Look Still at that. together. Um, and Chelsea just wanted us to know that she paused the pod when y'all talked about zoo lights. The tall, lit canvas animal structures you described are exactly what they set up at the Dallas Zoo. Mm-hmm. We don't have any kids, but it was fun to wander around in the tunnels and a few Christmassy areas. I wonder if all zoos use the same canvas animal company. Anyway, this is Chelsea in 2,000 square feet in North Dallas suburbs, two 20-pound mutts, two adults, no mat-approved hot dogs, allergic to beef, and two TVs of 48 inches in the living room, 22 inches in the guest bedroom. We want a bigger living room TV, but the structure of the house literally gets in the way. Hey, you know, if you're allergic to beef, you can still have a pork hot dog. You're welcome. Uh, I wonder if like all of the canvas animals that will ever be built have been built. And mm. each zoo, they just ship them around to each other. 
But all zoo Who lights. needs a condor this year? And then like this. Oh, I the, see. The, the Cincinnati Zoo is like, we do. Do you need right. a tiger? Yeah, we'll take a tiger. Except that zoo light, like they all happen at the same time. No, I'm saying if, between. Oh, they just years, sort of rotate. Sort of I rotate. see. I see. I see. Yes. 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 Like the uh, I saw we watched. I watched uh, this morning. I watched a YouTube video about like the uh, people at Disney on Ice. I was like fascinated by the production, mm-hmm. the facility that they have in Florida to make these ice shows happen is like yeah it's pretty bonkers it's like a fucking nasa vehicle assembly building it's huge yeah i think they said it was five hundred forty-eight thousand square feet it's absurd um all right well this brings us to the end of a very agreeable show mm, for once reminder you can support us on patreon get up to two bonus episodes per month patreon.com slash excellent adventure maybe we'll do a little poll to see what we should recap next because we we haven't done a recap of a show since Bake Off ended. That's so true. Anyway, we're very grateful to our Patreon supporters. And you also get your name read on the podcast each month if you support us at the $5 level or above. So thank you to the following Patreon supporters. Edwina Goodingham. Elena Paling. Ellen. Ellen F. Emily. Aaron Goodge. Aaron Riley. Aaron Turley. Frederick Roa. Theme week, theme week on Meta UPN. <laughs> Freya. Greer Watson. Greta Truitt. Heather Hanley. Hendrick. Hillary Berry. Irene Rodriguez. Jackie G. Jennifer Sika. Jennifer Ito. Jennifer Steele. Jenny Fick. Jesse Hendricks. Jesse Grigsby. Jessica. Jesse <laughs> is what I call her because we're very close. Oh, I see. <laughs> Sometimes Jess, but yes, Jessica Grigsby. Uh, Jessica Manilovich. Joanna Rao. Julia Schulenberg. Julie McLaren. Julie Phillips. Kane McCall. Caitlin Donahoe. Karen Thakershi. Kat C. They're coming for me. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Kate Marchanowski. Catherine Lene. Catherine. Katie Allen. Katie Regan. Katie, oh, she told us how to say her name. Suvagian, I think. Is what it is. Great. Kaylin J. Christopher Fanagi. Laura. Laura Dodge. Laura Elliott. Laura Vals. Lauren Schultz. Lynn. Linnea Wynn. Lisa Travis. Liz P. Lynn Nugent. Uh, MK. Marina Breed. Martin Hedegar Peterson. And Mary Wegman. The heir to the Wegman fortune. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.